podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Can't get the start. No, amateur here, can't get it gone. Um, t- tired, jet lag hit. Well, what I don't understand. What, what I did t- get up, I texted Frank, I said no. Nah. Exhausted. Very, very bad form. And Tony Sims is an absolute beast, isn't he? That man can run. By the way, the pace that you set looked okay. Mm. Feeling good, mate. Feeling good. We've got a weight session later today. And we've got a massive card on Saturday night. Fantastic night of boxing. And I can't wait. Connor Ben co-main event. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I just look. It's very difficult to not make him co-main event. I mean, he's, uh, you know, one of the biggest names in world boxing. pre controversy and um, you know everybody's talking about his return should he be shouldn't he we're very comfortable with our position you know I've seen some other stuff on the agenda wagon today but we deal with it every day and like I said we're comfortable that we've gone through every procedure necessary for this fight and uh, I can't wait to see him back I think it's dangerous you know like look Roscoe's not up to much at world level but he's a big lump the fight's 154 pounds he's a Mexican who can punch and, uh, you know, we've just got to come through because we've got massive plans in December and all of them are irrelevant if he doesn't win at the weekend. What is the current situation? Robert Smith has come out and said that he's not cleared to box. It's sort of gone back and forth. I mean, you've seen a bit I, of the reaction I, I, online. It baffles me. It really does. I mean, how can you not be cleared to box when you are cleared to box? Like, if you have a suspension, you cannot box. If that suspension is lifted and you win the case, you win the hearing, which he did, you are cleared to box. They're, they're like, and, and I'm not going to go backwards and forwards with Robert about it. And I get Robert's point. Robert's not happy. And I, I understand that. But at the end of the day, the reason he's boxing is because he's clear to box. If he wasn't clear to box, the ABC, the Florida Commission, the Texas Commission, they wouldn't allow him to box. So... You know, so the British Boxing Board of Control have allowed him to fight because they've got to give approval to the ABC, right? He is not suspended. He's clear to box. If he was suspended, he's not clear to box. If he was not clear to box, he would have lost the case with UCAD. He won the case, right? If they appeal, and we believe it would go exactly the same way. The ongoing case, the appeal. Yes, and if they won that case... He would be suspended and he would be not cleared to box. They asked him to go through the, the, the case with UCAD. He did it. He won. He was cleared to box. Suspension was lifted. It's so, like, and again, it just comes down to a play on words. All I can tell you, the reason he's fighting is because he's cleared to box. So, you know, again, just seeing a, um, you know, the... the the secretary of the British Boxing Board of Control coming out on TalkSport is with Simon Jordan. Is it just you know it tells you everything you need to know. But we're here. He's cleared to box. He fights on Saturday, and he's going to fight again in December. What is the situation with the suspension? So obviously it was There's challenged. No it was challenged. There's no suspension. The suspension was lifted when he won his case. That's what happened. So you know I, I don't really understand how. Anyway, like, we go backwards and forwards. Like, If he didn't win, he would be suspended. He wouldn't be cleared to box. He won his case. He's cleared to box. Like, I don't know how many more times I've got to say it, but if he loses his appeal, he won't be cleared to box. But we'd have no idea when that appeal was going to take place. As far as we're concerned, the result's exactly the same. 
he's going to fight on Saturday, he's going to fight again in December. It's on. Richardson Hitchens, last night he went and did a yeah, gym visit. Quite refreshing, actually. He's come on quite well. Yeah. Said in the car that it's mad that people taking photos with him, young fighters, that he's inspiring. Um, I was thinking about it last night. That is a high level, sort of a gym that you walk in and some of the spas that we were watching. And you made a good point about maybe they're not being that depth in England. It's sad. And if the investment was there, maybe they would. Yeah, I think that Richardson Hitchens, the first thing that always strikes you about him is his boxing IQ is on another level. Like it's a guy that absolutely lives and breathes the sport of boxing. Um, when you listen to him up there, you can't help. It's a bit like, you know, when you listen to Sonny Edwards and people like that, you can't help but think this guy actually is like he believes in himself so much like and he may be the boy at 140 pounds but a fight like Zapida is going to tell you everything you need to know I think it's a real high level matchup we're going to see the dog in Richardson Hitchens you know and I think Zapida is going to be game he's got Manny Robles on board and you know I think it's going to be really interesting to see the fight unfold but a top top matchup at 140 pounds and Richardson believes you know he wants the winner of Devin Haney against Regis Progre he wants Tank he wants all is that realistic look once you start beating Zapida and, and stuff like that you're going to start forcing a mandatory position so I think it's going to be really interesting to see um, sort of how do you build his profile from here? Obviously, I take it you want to get to a point where maybe he headlines in the theatre? Yeah, I think that with Richardson, you just have to keep... like The one thing that I found last night when we took him to the, the um, amateur club was he spoke so well. Like He's so authentic. You know, like This is a kid from Brooklyn who used to walk to the amateur gym, you know, really didn't have much going for him outside of boxing and boxing really changed his life you know he uh, it really got him in a position where I think he owes a lot to boxing and it's amazing that he can inspire those kids and I said to him when we went in the gym last night how mad is it that you one conversation you have with a kid today can change their life you know we received a message um, from someone who was at the I know people take the piss out of me when I do this but I think it's important because I think it shows that um you know, how much it means to people, um, where this guy goes, you have no idea how much it meant to have you guys there. I was falling into a bad depression, and after you guys came in, gave me hope in the boxing world. This is from a young fighter. But, and then you start realising, like, really, to give your time, to give an hour to an amateur boxing club where Richardson can go down and just just change it someone's direction. You, do, you never know how shit someone's feeling. Do you? Like, you never know how low someone is. And just one bit of positivity, one conversation can just pick them up and change their life. So I think that's an unbelievable blessing. And um, I think when you talk about building his profile, I think you just have to showcase him. Like, I thought he spoke unbelievably well up there. Like, I'm I think he's got going, better, by the yeah, way, in a short I'm, amount of time. I'm listening to him up there going, yeah, yeah, keep going, mate, this is fantastic. So you've got to put an exciting performance in, ultimately, and then um, you know go from there. Sandy Ryan, Jessica McCaskill, is it a little bit awkward? I mean, Clifton, you know, there, there's there's no filter on Clifton, is there? You know, um, but I think that it's a tremendous fight. Like, I think Jessica sometimes feels, and Rick sometimes feel a little bit disrespected because their achievements aren't always um, noted. And you cannot knock the achievements of Jessica McCaskill, right? Like, you know, um, she she fought Katie Taylor as a as a pretty much a novice, gave her a great fight in London. She won the world title in Chicago. She unified it. She beat Brackhouse for the undisputed at a weight above. 
she beat her again. She fought Chantelle Cameron. Like she's a proven star of women's boxing. Um, but Sandy Ryan is is a tremendous fighter, and, and amazing to see a fighter like Sandy Ryan in just eight fights look to win all those belts. She's she looks like a beast. Most lineal or quickest achieving lineal female champion, yeah, I, I believe. That. But then I thought about Clarissa Shields, but maybe she wasn't, didn't win the lineal by then. So Eight fights, I yeah, think. I think it's tremendous to see. And I think it's a lesson for, for fighters as well, where you know you look at, she lost in her third fight yeah, right yeah. against Erica Farias. And that was a real tough fight for her to take at that moment. Um, and I think really to come back and beat her in a rematch and that completely changed her direction you know she was she never mucked around but she was like a bit gobby she was a little bit you know you'd sometimes she'd come in a pound over or two pound over and from that fight everything changed and I you know I think it's admirable the way she's completely dedicated herself to the sport of boxing and um, the sacrifices that she's made have been incredible. Just lastly on Connor before we get on to the world of boxing as a whole, um, you said that he's been VADA tested last week, just to clear up for people, uh, these tests have come back negative? Yeah, yeah good one, yeah, yeah, absolutely Yeah, every test that we've done, and we've got the results for actually, and there's been a number of those over the last 12 weeks, the most recent one was last I want to say Wednesday Tuesday or Wednesday, where the Florida State Commission say, we appreciate he's been tested, but we want him tested today. We had to expedite that with Margaret Goodman and Varda in a, in a laboratory. We got the results back, I think, Monday. And, uh, yeah, he's been tested multiple occasions and will continue to be, not just this week and fight night, but also beyond as well. And uh, can't wait to see him back. Cool, just clearing that up. Um, Anthony Joshua, what is the sort of ideal next fight now? It may not be Deontay Wilder oh, and where? had a conversation with Shelley Finkel um, this morning and we, we want to make that fight like we haven't given up on making Deontay Wilder against Anthony Joshua that fight is I think the second biggest fight in boxing outside of Fury against AJ and obviously we'd agreed terms for that fight doesn't look like it's happening under those terms or that offer but we're still speaking to, to relevant people there and we're also speaking to other people in other territories to stage that fight I'm not going to get my hopes up but at the same time we want to make that fight um, we are thinking about or talking about a potential fight in December but we'll have to see what happens with that our focus is Deontay Wilder and we'll continue talks with Shelley Finkel don't forget that previously there were no communications between the teams you know it was just a, a case of um, we were dealing with skills challenge and Wilder was now we're having to deal with the team of Deontay Wilder as we work together to try and find a venue for the fight. Did anything come of uh, Malik Scott's comments? No. He hasn't reached out yet to apologise, but we'll see. Early doors. Um, Tyson Fury, people were rumouring that he's going to fight Alexander Usyk in Saudi. Maybe at the end of the year, I read some, some comments about a Christmas fight or something. Tyson Fury put up a poll. Usyk was voted the... Uh, number one opponent that boxing fans want to see. Do you believe that it might happen this year? I think, I think it. I mean, I don't know whether it happened this year. I think there have been some rumours about a late December date. Uh, I guess January would probably make more sense with Usyk coming off the fight with Dubois and also the Ngannou fight. Um, but who knows? Um, I think it's the right fight for heavyweight boxing. Um, I think it's the fight that should be happening now. But we also understand Fury Ngannou is a, a big event. Um, and I'm sure there'll be conversations and it'll be up to the two fighters if they want to make that fight happen. 
You talk about heavyweight fights, this one's a bit rascal. Uh, Char versus Miller for the WBA regular title, I think potentially in Africa or something. What do you make of it? I would say about as much chance of that fight happening in Africa as <laughs> there is Manuel in Char keep up himself. 6 o'clock for a 5k tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Char's always, Char's always in the mix to fight heavyweight because he's a big lump, he looks the part and he's quite exciting. But I don't know. Um, yeah, not sure about that one. Final message, this top is a bit rascal, a bit, bit 07 maybe. 07? Yeah, you know, like What's 07? Like uh, right, this is 120 Lino. That's the brand. It's unbelievable. It's my favourite brand. So can you tag in 120 Lino? You have to check out 120 Lino, yeah. Absolutely. A nice few quid of them. Wow. That's a real passion for this brand, Edward. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.